Birds behind the camera, Michaelis, because we have another special guest. We're on a roll with these guests. Mr. Julian Smith. Welcome, welcome. Thank Co-owner you. of Arms Race Nutrition, owner of Clifford Linux, owner of the Daily Pump. Multi-faceted guest we have. I can also drive that forklift like a boss. You, you did can. drive that. That was a nice wait, delivery for that. Wait guy. till they see that uh, that footage. They're going to be. Does, the, does that customer like, know that, uh, you? that you did it for them? You know what? If you that should. was in a specific box, I should see who's that's going to. Right. And then they just get that for free. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm on it. And then they'll save that video forever, and, yeah. like, it'll be a big Probably deal. Probably never open the harness. No. That's a lie. Yeah. All right, well, let's get in here. Pause for the sponsors. Ready? America Energy, thank you. Oh, you, you, that you was squirted. Good, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> that was a good pop, though. We got a squirter here. Mm. What you got? What flavors? I got Liberty. I went with grape. Impeachment. Let's make America grape again. With that news, um, in this warehouse, we do n- no longer have any grape cases. Oh, is that true? That's very true. I just tried to sell 30, and uh, I got to tell them they, got, they need to pick and it We have no flavor. more freedom either. No freedom, no grape. All right. Apple's getting low. So. All right. Well, let's. So we got a lot of questions for Julian, so we got to get into that. But let's go through. Oh, you know what? Shit. Balls. Doug, this is a PG show. This is come a PG. On. Oh, come on, because like, you know what we didn't also well, do? before you do this, send right. me whatever. Did you get any questions from? I'll get you this. Like See, weird what, questions? This is what happens, Julian. Oh, are we trying to do that? You're live right now? Yeah, I'm going to go live. And this is what happens. Usually we're just completely not prepared. It's okay. And uh, we're like, why do people even this watch this? This is how we show? live. <laughs> why do people even watch this podcast? All right. So, but I'm going to go live. Uh, meet, do you have anything else you want to share in the beginning of this? Well, we want to talk about updates. You yes. want to wait for the live, or do you want to just get into the? Updates? No, you you go through the updates as well. All right. I, well, um, the reason Julian's here is because Arms Race Nutrition launched two new flavors of foundation. Julian, you want to talk about? Them? Yeah, we got a maple pan- strawberry shortcake right here, and maple pancake. Uh, I think maple pancake goes perfectly with uh, my vibe and my brand. It's my favorite uh, so far, besides the fritter. Uh, strawberry shortcake is a nice little uh, change up though because those chunks of strawberry in there too. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. a big and surprise. Dehydrated strawberries, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. really good. Uh, it's just a nice little change up. We started with. I mean, we haven't done a chocolate or a vanilla yet, so it's like we're still coming out with these like unique off flavors. But dude, they're just getting better and better. It makes me stoked. Which we did approve another flavor. So which might be my favorite. We've all talked about how it's probably not like the most popular out there, but it's one of my favorite flavors ever. So. Oh, dude, it's signed it's, off on it after the first sip. So, uh, what's the current uh, deal running? Is it how, all week or what's the deal? all week through Sunday? Three for a hundred. So you can choose any of these flavors. You could do three maple. You get one for thirty four ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. Yep. And then three for a hundred bucks or ninety nine. Yep, that's it. Three for ninety nine. All right, I love that deal. I'm a little slow on the um, going live here. All right, Doug, we, we can multitask. I can still talk we, here. So we, we, we have another deal going. So for core core this week. Well, let's stay on arms race for one second. Okay, all right. All right, so arms race. So we got some other big stuff coming up. So we have, so we launched these two new flavors. We also have a new flavor of harness, which we're not going to get into, but we have a new flavor of harness dropping early November. 
And then Black Friday, we got a new flavor of harness and another flavor of foundation. Yeah, the third that we've always been like uh, teasing to. The yeah, which is actually out here in, in the warehouse yep. already, and it's bomb. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Thermo coming Jan 1. Yep. A lot of people asking about the Thermo, and uh, I used it for the last, what, three months of my cut. Still using yep. it now. Uh, one of the coolest products that we've been coming out oh, with, yeah. working I'm, towards for a while. It's a really, every time I go back and look at the formula, I'm like, damn, this is really good. Like, this is just a bomb formula. Mm -hmm. And then we- Are you going to, so it launches January 1, when can we, when can the people expect to see the formula? A little sneak peek? I would peak? think a couple weeks before, right? Somewhere in December. Yeah. Yeah. And then we spent, I don't know, a couple hours yesterday basically planning out the next 12 months, Year. I feel yeah. like. And our list of ARN stuff is like, it's, it's wild. Well, it's like a lot of people asked me, they were like, I didn't even realize that, uh, you know, arms race is on the East Coast. I'm like, why, why would it be over on the, you know, on over in Portland or something? Instead, I'm like, well, this is where Doug, you know, you guys do all of the main or all of the business for your other products as well. So when we finally come out here and bullshit, you know, we're on separate sides of the country. When I finally come out here, we can get a lot of our work done and plan this stuff out. So anybody who's excited for arms race products that are coming down the line, like, we sat down and nailed out probably eight brand new ones and just like one sitting on top of new flavors on top of, I mean, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's an amazing word to compliment that synergism. There was a lot Jism? of synergism. <laughs> okay. This is Pat's word. This is, this is Pat's <laughs> word. My, my vocabulary is very, uh, you know, small, I would say. Hey, I'll put that. So when I discovered synergism, I just fell in love with the word yeah. and it's, you know, well, guess what? My, uh, vocabulary just got a little bit bigger. There you go. There you go. You're going to use that, and yeah, then you're right. going to think of Pat every time. Yeah, like pretty that. smart. You write me, you're like, I think you're overdoing it, man. You're saying it every other story. I don't like it, dude. <laughs> but is synergism actually a word? Sure. Synergy, synergism. Synergy. I, I think synergy or synergize or something like that, but I don't know about sy synergism. Well, I got it With from Massive Joe's, and Joseph Mitzel is way smarter than I am. Yeah, so he's been lying to me all this time or just... Well, are you te technical I, difficulty? Going? I am. I'm trying to go live, and it's just I, shit reception for I some reason. It's a noun. Okay. What's the definition, Bert? Oh, my God. Damn. Is it with a, a Z or an S? Could have been better. Be a, a Z. Z yeah. In Pat's world, it's a Z. Yeah, it better be a Z. Synergism. Synergism. All right. Well, I'm going to try this again in a minute. I can't go live here. So let's get back on to just blow through these deals real quick. So we got a big update on A-Bomb. So you guys have all been, we've been talking about A-Bomb. Everyone's excited for A-Bomb. So A-Bomb's a new pre-workout for America Labs. We're pushing it back a week. So it was supposed to launch next Monday. The they had a failure to launch. There you go. The 19th, it's pushing off a week. So that's the news there. Core site is going down this weekend. So we've been telling you about this. We're launching a new core website. And we've been saying all along, you want to be one of the first hundred people to buy. Because, you know, we have big sales basically going all weekend long. And this week, we shut it off on the 16th. And we'll be closed for business 17th, 18th. It opens back up at noon on well, Monday the 19th. So let me just confirm exactly here. So it actually goes down the 17th at 3 a.m., says Sam. So 16th, Friday night, Saturday yeah. morning, it's gone. So the deal is first hundred people who spend 150 bucks on the core website, get a free case of America energy, free box of beef sticks. And I have to say my personal, we picked the flavor favorite, uh, design that we've done so far for the core limited release tees. This is GI Joe throwback to old school. It's a three quarter baseball shirt. with the GI Joe there release 15 on the back. So get one of these too. So 
That's the deal. Get so it. Spend 150 first 100 customers. These will also be on sale at the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you can pick that up as well. All right. Word. Should we get into questions? Should I sent you some questions. They're probably extremely weird. I like uh, it. Um, for Julian. On the, uh, from your Instagram. Yes. Yeah, we only ask for weird questions on the Instagram because we have some other like. Yeah. So do you want to get into it? You want me to ask a couple of the questions that I sent you or how do you want to go, Meet. Let's, let's yeah, get Julian into this. Yours. Ask the boss, bro. Yeah. I should be asking you, right? No, there. you go. You ask the boss, bro. Yeah. You, 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 you ask the you boss. All right. All right. Well, let's. Um, so I started a notepad here. He's so very, he's very smart. He has a notepad. Um, come prepared to these things. Sticky notes. Let's see. I'm really not that prepared today. It's just it's a lot of yeah. Squirreling this is how we do it. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Um, I kind of want to. We are on supplements, so let's let's kind of dive into some supplement things here. So <clears throat> let's go. So Julian, so what age? Or when did you first start utilizing supplements? When did you feel like supplements were uh, a key that you wanted to put into your fitness routine? So I was probably like anybody else where I was like going to the supplement shop the second I had like a license to drive over there. Uh, then before you know it, like all like some of the stuff behind the glass case and all that stuff like 18 or older <laughs> and you're like creatine it is. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Like, uh, I got into it as a teenager, that first GNC that I was talking about the other day where I went over there and grabbed those, uh, harnesses for people. Uh, that was the first one I ever went to. I think I was probably 16 or so, grabbed the, the GNC brand, like creatine monohydrate or whatever. And it was flavored and it, like upset my stomach. I was like, it's got to choke it down, man. That's how you get the gains. Hey uh, man, whatever it takes at that point. What, it's back then I was like, I don't care if this tastes like pee. I'm drinking it, man. If this is what it's about. But back then I think, Were uh, your parents supported a support. Yeah. So I my had to hide dad. my creatine because yeah, my, my mom thought it was a steroid. Yeah. So I think uh, a lot of people can, I mean, if you train hard and like actually go through bodybuilding the right way, people can spin their wheels and see no progress. But when you first get into bodybuilding, Bobby, you know what I'm talking about? You get those crazy gains like right away. I think that first summer I put on like a good 20 pounds, yeah. but you know, probably 12 or so was fat. You know, a lot of, well, not the first summer, that first year that I trained. And then my dad just equated it with drugs. Oh, really? So oh, he, yeah. he thought you were... It wasn't necessarily... He would never call me out. I don't think he'd be the kind of guy who'd be like, I think that you're doing this because he's not the kind of person who steps out of uh, the lane of his knowledge. Like, he's not going to accuse somebody if he doesn't have the science to back up his accusation. You know what I mean? Uh, but... Accusation, that was wrong. Accusation. Accusation, my bad. Well, you could uh, just... We can just well, make I, a new word. Well, I just drink a little bit too much of this, man. Yeah, it's all yeah, slurring yeah, together. Yeah, Pat, you know what? Pat knew exactly what you were saying. I, I'm, I'm we all I didn't even know he messed up. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, dude, he wasn't very uh, supportive of it. My mom always was. I think my dad, uh, it wasn't until I started to make a little money with it and stuff, and uh, we moved away, and I was able to do it just uh, by myself. That's when he was stoked. But my dad's a business guy. You know, I don't, I don't know if very many people would love to see their kid I put so much time and energy into bodybuilding when I was a kid. Like I didn't, I, I stayed at like a, a local, uh, you know, I, I stayed because of my high school girlfriend, but she broke up with me when I went to college. So I went to Portland State University for business and I was like at a, basically a commuter school and all I did was bodybuild. So I think uh, my dad back in the day was a little bit more bummed that, man, like you don't care about business. You don't really care about college. Like all you do and talk about is bodybuilding, but it, you know, you stick with something you care about. And do you think that was something that you... Have you had the conversation where he might have said that, or is that just something you felt oh, like yeah. during the time? I remember the, the first time he told me to stop bodybuilding. We were on uh, our little fishing boat. We were cruising out to the – my family was already on the river. He picked me up on the dock because they were waiting for me, and they drove uh, – boated over, and as we're going over – How old are you now? Like college? Dude, uh, after college, man. I must yeah. have been like 22, 23, and I, and I remember telling my dad, I go, this, we're not f***ing talking about this anymore. 
Sorry, I don't know if we can no, use the I don't, no. Let her rip. But I told him, I, and, and he was kind of pissed when I said it. I go, I go, why are we having this conversation every day? I go, are you mad? That mad that I'm lifting weights that often? And it was the last time we talked about it. It was one of those weird, like, Look who's where, laughing now. Yeah, yeah, but no, he's, all, he's <laughs> stoked about it. You know, my yeah. dad was, he trained for sport. You know, yeah. he played college football. He wrestled. He did everything. And it was to get better at a sport. It was never like, oh, I'm going to do this to get good at lifting. Is his mind kind of blown of how far you've taken it? I yeah. mean, because, like, not only, I mean, well, shit, you got the daily pump, which is bodybuilding. Like, yeah. you're literally getting paid to be a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. And then the spinoff of the clothing and then the supplements. Yeah. Is he kind of just amazed at this? I mean, he's got to be pretty proud of this. Yeah, he, my dad talks nonstop about, uh, how proud he is of me. He, I mean, and it was one of the things I can openly say that too. Uh, it wasn't a lot of feedback growing up. Like uh, my dad said that he was really proud of me after I graduated from college. That was one of the first times ever. Yeah. And, you know, it was more like sports prior to that in high school is what, and then grades and everything like that. But bodybuilding, you know, you didn't go, you don't get much, you know, appreciation or feedback when it just sucks the money. I mean, I was spending, you know, hundreds of dollars a month before I ever had a sponsor and my dad's just watching the savings yeah. go. And he's yeah. probably, th he's probably thinking to himself like, dude, you're not even getting that big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spend all your money on this shit. You know what you I mean? Look the same. Yeah, you look the same, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to the the supplements thing. Uh, in my early teens, uh, not early teens, I would have been like thirteen. Uh, late teens is when I kind of got into it. Sixteen, seventeen, and it had just started off with uh, the creatine. So uh, th my question after that was, what were those supplements? So yeah. So it's always going to be a pre. Nothing's better than like spending a little, you, you know your hard earned teen money on like a pre workout to get. All so what was the pre? I'm trying to think. You, you're so how old are you now? I'm 33, so I'll, I'll do it. Eight years, you're eight years younger than me, so you, I'm trying to think what would be the pre-work. You're like a C4 guy. No, no, it was no explode. And no explode, yeah. okay. No explode that was even was like one of the first one. So I remember that everyone was like, because it was technically the first pre-workout, And the right? it was fizzy. Yeah, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You get a little upset stomach, but everyone's like, that's what it is. And you're like, okay. No explode, yeah. cell mass, true mass. Yeah, and I remember watching was, Ronnie Coleman. He'd be like, uh, he'd go, bottle tells you to take two. He's like, I take four. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> But uh, yeah, creatine and then a pre-workout. But I will say one of the pre-workouts I had back in the day, I don't know if you guys know about this or, or you definitely do, uh, Hemo Rage, you remember that? Oh yeah, that was, um, uh, hold on, Nutrex. Yeah, I took and I vomited immediately afterwards. Twice, actually, two workouts in a row. I was like, can't be twice. And I it, the, Was and it the black bottle? It was the black bottle. Oh, that's and the Hemo, had, Hemo Rage Black had the DMAA and like oh, a shit ton of caffeine. Yeah, I took it back to the, the it's called Hardcore Bodybuilding. That was the sup shop we had. And I <laughs> took it back name. to him and I go, bro, I go, I'm vomiting. I did this twice. And he's like, dude, everyone's been bringing it back. He was like, uh, other people have had the same issue. And I was like, oh my God. So we, we sold a ton of that in our stores. Like when we have, cause like Arlington Nutrition Corner opened yeah. up in uh, uh, 10 years ago. Oh shit. So like that was, yeah, that was Nutrex it. was a prominent brand yeah. and we sold a ton of that. Like people just were like, what the hell is this? And I think people even liked the fact that it like made yeah. them vomit. Yeah, you know, they're like, oh shit, this is hardcore. This so, is hardcore. So there was one other pre that I tried back in the day. And, and this is, this is actually really funny cause I've never done this ever since. Uh, maybe it's cause I was so new into bodybuilding, but have you ever heard of sand fierce? I mean, it was, yes. Yes. Is, it, that, uh, is this a product? It has it was yellow, a pre, yellow yeah, yeah. in the sand. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a strange looking Good one. bottle. It was really good. I actually called the vitamin shop that I bought it from, and I was and I told them that I really liked it. I was like, whoever made this, I'm like, I don't even know. What I this think that is. also had DMA in it too. <laughs> this is when like the, all the good stuff yeah, was, yeah. It, was around. Yeah. yeah, we sold all that stuff in the store. I remember that. That was a good one. Yeah, it was not bad. Yeah, not hemo rage though. No offense. You did, and you did the Jack 3D, I'm sure, right? Like you, you I tried actually never did. I, I never did I, either. I missed Jack 3D, and I missed wow. the because everyone's just like, you never tried it. I'm like, I've never experienced that. It's because I I was getting all my supplements at that age uh, when Jack 3D was big through Bodybuilding.com. Yeah, Bodybuilding.com was not 
selling those products. Yeah. Like I wasn't, well, wasn't that one GNC. of those things that was behind the glass case. It was one of those like pretty at, at GNC. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So at some point it definitely was. Yeah. I was like, okay, no explode. Dude, the amount of, can't get into the, glass the amount case, of yeah. like Oxy pro and Jack 3d that sold at GNC yeah. is just mind blowing. Like I'm curious, you know, this made me think, uh, I don't even know if you could run the report, but how much you sold through Arlington. Oh, Jack 3D? Yeah, Jack 3D, right. Oxy Elite. We don't even have that data anymore. No. It's gone. Yeah. All right, what you got? What Crazy. else you got, Meat? All right, so let's, uh, so we're at Orange Race Nutrition now. So what is your past experience with other supplement companies? So, uh, go ahead, sorry. Well, this is one of the reasons, like, you got a great story well, and one of the reasons why we started. that, right? Cool. So let's go ahead, and then the lead follow-up question is that to that would be, so why Arms Race Nutrition? Cool. Yeah, so... Uh, all the subs that I've, I've tried everything. Like I'm the kind of dude back in the day where I'd have, uh, you know, core nutritional pre I'd have optimum way I'd grab a, you know, after I was like, before I had any sponsored, I would just totally find the stuff that I like. And that's when I found Doug back in the day with core. Uh, we talked about that, uh, how I, I don't know what I did. I, I asked you for something. I forgot the specific situation, but you sent me a bunch of free stuff just out of like the kindness and I was like, well, this is my new favorite brand. So I stuck with Core for a long time. That was probably 21. After I got rocked in my first junior show at 20, I was like, that was my six-year off-season where I'm yeah. like, I'm going to make smart choices about my subs. I'm not going to just buy a bunch of shit that could do good. I'm like, I'm going to get a good protein. I'm going to get a good pre, good creatine, and then, like, really make some progress, you know. But before I got sponsored... Uh, my favorites was Core, Optimum, and then it worked out that I got sponsored by Optimum after I won the 2013 Washington Ironman. So I was not pushing Optimum Nutrition, but Optimum was just a, a, a product that I liked in the past. So it was like really easy to be sponsored by them, represent them. Everyone had seen me using Optimum prior. It'd be like me getting sponsored by Core. Oh, he was using that stuff before. It just made right, sense. Right. Uh, and there was a couple people that reached out prior to that where it was like, this isn't my thing. You know, these... You'd think about, I'd think to myself, like, who are the athletes that I'm going to be standing by? Who's the, who's formulating this stuff? Do they have pro hormones in their line? What are the kind of things that are going to stop me from being with that company? And that's kind of why I went with Optimum. They had the good name, been around for a long time, one of the first subs I ever tried kind of a thing. And then what I wasn't a big fan of with Optimum was it was just got to a point where it was way too much about business and it was trickling down to the athletes. And that's why Optimum is where it's at right now, where it's like, Dude, you're not on the taking, decline. Yeah, they're on the decline. You're not taking care of your athletes. You're squeezing what you can out of them for 200 bucks of subs a month while they post and ruin their social media. That's why I left. They wanted me to post every single like thing on my page that's that said it was an ad and all this stuff. And I was like, bye. Wait, what? So I ruined my Instagram with all these ads and you get all the money. And then so I'm let's talk about the Instagram there. So at yeah. what point in time, so how many followers did you have when you first got sponsored by Optimum and did you go after them or did they come to you? So check this out. This is really weird. I don't think this can work anymore, but like, so I didn't have Instagram at all when I won Washington Ironman and the woman who helped me out or like who came up and uh, approached me was a, an Optimum, what we called rep. Yeah, yeah. You know, they go there and they got the sand. Yeah, yeah. And she made a big play towards the the manager at the time saying that I talked really well when I spoke uh, after winning the overall. Mm -hmm. Kind of a weird way to say that, but then I get in contact with uh, Bob. We were shooting pics back and forth from like my photo shoot afterwards. He's like, Bob Corbett was the mm -hmm. manager at the time. And it just turned into one of those things where it's like, we go back and forth and then I actually told... Uh, I told Bob, I was like, well, what's the, what's the next step? He's like, well, now that you're with Optima, he's like, you got to get some social media going. And I was like, I'm not really a social media guy. And they were just paying you subs at this point, right? I never got paid by Optimum. 
ever. No cash, Never. just just subs. Just five hundred dollars worth. That's one of the reasons why I left. I actually asked them uh, on our our uh, you know when the contract came back. I was like, think I can get like an increase, man. I've been with you guys for three years. I rep the shit out of your stuff. I'm on the cover of all your magazines that you guys are passing out of these things. Can I get a a throw, dollar? Throw, throw me a bone. Yeah, shit, man. A and dollar? and then he, and they straight up were like, no. <laughs> They were like, and you know what they said? This was why, this was like the straw that made me like bail. Cause they were like, we would love to pay you. They were like, we would, I, I'll, I'll send this freaking cover page to you. I saved it, dude. He's like, I would love to pay you for what you've asked. He goes, the problem is he goes, you've just not shown the work we want at expos. And I'm just like, first of all, I read it and I was like, dude, I work harder than I unbox shit, bro. Like I put up the freaking things. Like, what are you talking about? And literally, I highlighted it so I could, like, save and see it every single time. He goes, we're not happy with how much you talk to the people. And they go, we want you to talk more about subs. Swear to God. So I was like, well, these people are not just here to talk to, talk to me about subs. Like, right. if all, every single person came up to me and talked about subs, that'd be one thing. But what if someone comes up to me and says, how do I get my biceps to get bigger? Yeah. Am I supposed to talk to about protein? And that's what they wanted. Damn. Revert back to protein. Revert back to sales. And how many followers did you have at that point? Like, was your Instagram growing when you yeah. were? So my Instagram by the time, so I didn't have Instagram when I got sponsored, and then over the course of being with Optimum, I think I got up to like two hundred thousand followers. And then by the time that I left Optimum, there was like a three month uh, period where I was doing a lot of. Uh, I did a bunch of stuff with the membership site for Bodybuilding.com. A lot of con uh, contract work with them. And they reached out and they were like, and they offered me a salary. And yeah. I was like, well, dude, I have nothing right now. And what was cool about bodybuilding.com is they were like, you can use our credit that you get every month and buy other shit. And I was like, core. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm sponsored by bodybuilding.com, but I'm buying all this core shit. You know what I mean? So it was kind of cool to be like, all right, now I'm with a sponsored, you know, group of people that are kind of letting me do my thing. Hey, we don't care what you buy as long as it's from bodybuilding.com. And that's how it's talked about. So, so how long uh, Optimum were you with Optimum? Optimum was... I think two years. Okay. Yeah, two years straight. A uh, lot then, of fun. Traveled probably six or so times a year. Every single expo I can get kind of a thing. It and then it was bodybuilding. How long were you with bodybuilding.com? For one year. And the problem with bodybuilding.com is, dude, they were, they, I was on a phone call with, I think, four people when I got uh, the pitch for me to be, like, just how I talk with you and Kenton, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, they pitched the idea. They wanted me to come over there. And then by the time I got to bodybuilding.com, signed everything three weeks later, the entire team that like brought me on all got fired. So, so like all the, all the pro yeah. Julian, all the, Hey, we want Julian to be here. They were gone. They got fired and they got, and, and then the, the new CEO came in, they're trimming the fat and yeah. it just turned within the one year that I was with them. I just saw the entire. They're still trimming shit. fat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just people I work with are, uh, I'm working with a new person for like the third time this year. Yeah. You know, trying it, to. Yeah. And, and that, in, in my mind, I'm a, just how we've talked in the past, like arms race nutrition is my end goal. There's no, well, that's after this. There's no sponsor after this. Let's so. talk about that. Cause that was the conversation. So I was on the back end recruiting Julian the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So we started talking probably, I don't know, like six months before your bodybuilding.com ended. Yep. And, uh, you know, I was saying like, come over to core, come over to core. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, at that point in time, like, honestly, Julian was getting crazy offers from other brands that, like, I was just like, look, dude, I can't even pay that, right? We like, almost I, went with Evogen. Yeah, yeah. like, it, I mean, just ridiculous numbers to, you know, pay a sponsor. Not that you're not worth that. No, I appreciate it, bro. Um, but uh, like, I was just like, I, yeah, I was just like, well, well, I can't afford that, you know? And then we kind of just went radio silent for a little bit. And then, you know, that was when you, you, you basically made the point that is like, 
my next move has to be my last move. Yeah. And so like your last move couldn't be with core or Eva Jen or whoever, it had to be your own thing. And that's yeah. when, you know, we started talking about, well, we can do that. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think the really cool thing about arms race, um, is like the authentic, um, the authentic pitch that we can say, like we gave to GNC yeah. because like it was really cool. Julian actually has the picture of the, from 2014 of you posting core stuff. Yeah. So it was like, it made sense for us to work together. It yeah. wasn't just like some other influencer yeah. brand where it's like a get rich quick scheme. And it like, it was truly, we are on the same page in terms of, I was like, look, I'm not going to do a cheap product. We're yeah. not going to do just cheap products and just sell it. Like, that's not what we're going to do. And Julian's aligned with that. So it just made sense. It made a lot of sense. And I think what was really fun about uh, talking and getting into business and how we discuss, like, influencers don't realize that, hey, you know what? You were just with a supplement company last month, and now you're pushing this shit. You've just lost credibility, bud. Yeah. I, I do that every single time, dude. Hey, I've been following you for four years. Every year you have a new sub company, and they're better. They're the best that you've ever had, and the and the previous product that you had sucks. And it's like... Well, you just, you're losing credibility every single time. So that's why that big convo when I was like, dude, I've had two sponsors. I was already talking about how much I loved Optimum. Now I'm over at bodybuilding.com talking about how much I love bodybuilding.com. And I was like, the next step that I do, what am I going to go to Evogen? Talk about them. Go to the next step. Talk about them. It's like all these influencers want to just pick and choose and get the salary and move around. It's like, dude, I want to work hard and have something that's going to last for a long time. Not end when I don't talk well enough to the about subs you know what i mean like i'm not gonna get into a deal with someone who doesn't like me talking to the fans that get in line you know yeah 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 and then uh, the other interesting part of the story was like your bad experience right so uh when you first got into supplements and oh, one of the hormone. reasons that drove you to kind of go the natural route yeah, right well, like so and how that's important and, and sticks with our branding for yeah entrees. so back in the day uh you know, no offensive vitamin shop, but that's where I got that pro hormone. It yeah. was called Tranic, Tranic Extreme, something extreme. It just sounds like good. A, yeah, sounds real good. yeah, yeah, yeah something dope, like bro. that. It was like you know, seventeen years old. Just a, I think it was eighteen, going nineteen, because yeah. it was before my show. It was one of those things where all the guys at the gym were like, "Bro, man, if you're exhausted, take this. Yeah. It's been killing it for." I said, "But I mean, I'm like, if you're buying it out of vitamin shop, I'm like, We're, what's the argument? You know right, what I mean? It's, right. I, I walked in there as a kid." gave you money and you gave it to me i'm like this and no one drugs. said anything at the time like no the, the, the clerk said like you're 18 dude just eat and train Did you ask for that specific product or you were like I well the the people from my gym had told me how how good it was working i was like okay well i'll go i'll go check it out and and they're looking at probably a dumb kid who's gonna make a 70 dollar purchase on some banging bottle and they're like dude just take the shit and i took it got gyno in my right nipple still have it uh, and it's just one of those things where I never wanted to get my gyno removed and I never wanted to, uh, it was a wake up call. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like pro hormones are a stepping stone for steroid use. And it's like, dude, I have addictive personality, super addictive, man. I find stuff that I like and, and makes me feel good. It's like, well, I'm going to continue doing that. And I know that if I put uh, something Let's in Let's do it, Julian. So everyone thinks I'm on drugs. Everyone thinks you're on drugs. We'll show them you know what they're wrong. We're just going to go on a bunch of shit. Bro, you'll be 40 pounds in <laughs> like two days, and then everyone will go, oh, he was right. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, okay, well. Yeah, joke's on screwed. you. Yeah, <laughs> joke's on you. 250 is quick. Yeah. Man, my joints just thinking about that. Yeah. Like, I don't even like 220. Yeah, but when you're uh, sauced up like that, you can't feel your joints. You just, you're just feeling good. You just and juice. Yeah, that pump is so good. I just want so my neck, good. man. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, what was the grow. second part of that again? 
Well, oh, was, we, we were just like talking why? about how that kind of transitioned you. Like your bad experience with yeah. supplements is so, really a, a motivating factor for doing what we do with arms race. For sure. So back to that. So when I was simultaneously dieting down, clearly I didn't know what I was doing because I needed to go grab a pro hormone to help my diet out. Yep. Dude, I got on stage with more body fat, I think. It was it was trash. It was probably I mean? like watery and Bro, uh, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was garbage. So I mean I'm not I'm not even putting it all on like the sup. It was a lack of knowledge on my part and that led me to that. You know what I mean? But you know, you start getting to that point where you're looking around and you're like, dude, all of my friends told me to do this. All of my friends told me to do this. Like who these are my training partners. These are the guys that I get my info from. And I'm like, is there no other way to bodybuild besides using drugs? And that's literally why I found and how I found you. So it was like finding out that, you know, and of course back then I'm like, dude, this guy's bigger than everybody. Are you sure he's natty? Yeah. And then you just, you pay attention, dude. I've been following you forever. You're still eating out of the Tupperware. You're still hot, you know, hard <laughs> in your dope. diet. And people, you know, people that would talk shit about how you look and say, oh, dude, he's on drugs. They probably do two clean meals a day once a week. And they're like, that guy looks that fucking way, man. And you're like, dude. Isn't it kind of depressing though? Like, I mean, you get it all the time too, right? Like it's, it's the mindset of, the youth these days. Like, Actually, I'm at to a point now where I don't care. I'm like, yeah, you want oh, to wanna spin your wheels and talk shit to me? Let 10 years go by and you look like garbage and didn't learn. And people Got get me. so like, people get so upset about it and they're so convinced. Yeah. They are so convinced. I know he's using shit. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, break while we fix this uh, camera. All right, we're back. Uh, so we were just finishing up with uh, the dumbass youth of, the, the, of today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, just the haters, right? Like, the haters. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Um, I don't know. Did we finish that story on the steroids? It's, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing with everything else, man. It's like, uh, you know, you talk about the trolls, you yeah. know, that do the videos and stuff, and it's like, people are watching somebody on YouTube that's making a video of them, and they're believing that person, right? And that's the kind of person that comes over and says, you're on drugs. You don't know where they got it, you know, because they're not dropping science-based reasons of why you're right. drugs, but the, they're telling you, this is the stack he's on. These are the drug protocols. I love that. Like, that's so, that's, that's great. I was 200 like, milligrams of Dianabol. What are you, what? Okay, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just nonstop. And I think one of the biggest problems with trolls is just like the, everyone gets misinformation. You can get online and find a bodybuilder that trains totally wrong. He looks great, to, trains totally wrong. And then you adapt all those wrong principles. Well, here's the big question. Are you a part of the Illuminati like uh -huh. I am? Why, what do you mean? Bro, you haven't seen that video? You haven't no, seen that video? No, I haven't seen it. Bro, Doug's... Dude, it's his, the funniest this, video. This uh, injection spot aligns with his nipple, which aligns with his ass injection spot, creates this triangle. It's an it's like a it's nine a minute daddy. video. Uh, Jason was it Jason Blaha? Is that yeah, that's it? You remember oh, him? I know who that guy is. Yeah, so he did this whole video of how he's convinced I'm on steroids, and he's like he's part of the Illuminati, and he literally goes through and like I have the you know you get really lean, you get the little spots like yeah, on yeah. you. So he'll connect like the spots and then he traces it into like a star and right in the middle is my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so he set up part of the Illuminati. Was he serious? It's hard to Maybe tell with that at guy. at first and then <laughs> it's like the, that, there's like that Philion guy who did the video about me. Yeah. So there's uh, whatever the, the Kenny KO. Yeah. I don't like Kenny KO because he talks poorly about me. Yeah. You could say that I'm not on drugs, but if you call me or something yeah. like that. You can bleep that one. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, he said that to me. It's like, you don't know me. That's a yeah. pretty ridiculous thing. But then the Philion guy, I named my gamer tag the butt puss after that guy. Because <laughs> when he made the video about me, he was just like, it was almost, he was talking shit, but he wasn't being rude. There's a weird thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, don't call me a name, but if you're gonna, he's talking about overdeveloped muscles. You're not calling me 
something to you know take me down a notch or something. Right. And then at the end, I actually wrote him on uh, DMs over Instagram, and he wrote me back and he's like, "Hey man, I'm glad that you thought it was funny. It's all for fun." But when I had that interaction with Kenny Ko, it's like, nah, he's oh, just- I'm gonna ruin this guy." It's like, bro, he, he's not stable. He, <laughs> that guy, that whole thing in the Olympia. So remember, <laughs> I was just gonna say, what people don't see is they don't see Julian reacting to Kenny K.O.'s videos. But what they missed was at the Olympia, Kenny K.O. came up to us, and I told him, I go, where are you going to be after this? We're doing that drug test. Yep. And he blocked us on all accounts, and I waited outside of his hotel. <laughs> I have all the screenshots. Man, we can put this up, too. Yep. I go, where are you, man? I go, you said you were going to drug test me today. I go, where are you at? I've never heard from him since. That was a year ago. Yeah, Two years ago? I just don't understand why people get so obsessed with yeah, somebody ago. else. And yeah, It was a year last ago. Last Olympia. Yep, at the Olympia. Yeah, yeah last Olympia. Yeah. All right, me. Last supplement All question. Right, last supplement question. Okay, so what is your favorite ingredient or ingredient that you feel has given you the best results? I think it's probably going to be. Ooh. <laughs> well, there goes my answer. Um, I think it's going to be probably the Pico 2 in the creatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, our vigor is awesome. Creatine monohydrate and Pico 2 having that in your system. I've been a creatine. Put, I think natural bodybuilders can just push creatine because it's fun to sit there and say, dude, it's one of the one things that's just awesome. And you know it works. It's most and it studied works. and it's safe. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And, you know, you find something that's just like a step above that monohydrate, just a, a little bit more kicking the ass. It just makes it more fun. That's what I went to go grab as a 17-year-old kid, creatine. It still freaking works. And that's why it's one of my favorite products. I, th- I think on the arms race side, one of my favorite ingredients has got to be Shodan. Right, like, because I'm a huge believer in ashwagandha, yeah, and uh, I just think KSM 66 is amazing. And you know, we wanted to do something different and kind of push the envelope a little bit. So we were one of the first people really to start using Shodan, which is a, a higher extract than KSM 66 in terms of uh, the actives in that ashwagandha. And the stabilized product is awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, and yeah, I, I I think my thing with uh, the reason why when people ask like what my favorite product is or ingredient or something. I kind of center it more towards like the stuff that you're going to feel like results with pretty quick, like stabilize clarity and elemental. I think I feel those products when I come off of them. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? But you take, you know, vigor, you know, two weeks in, you're like, did I feel stronger? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, kind of more of the bodybuilder gets you a little more more excited. I mean, honestly, it's really every ingredient, the stack, right? Like we, you could literally use everything at the same time and it's just a great all around stat for sure. All right, dude. Let's, uh, you want to get into Let's some transition to some weirdness. All right. Hit me with it. Weirdness? Yeah. All right. Is there a lot of talk this, of nipples this and question, penises? Yeah, this? this actually uh, does bring up nipples. And it might be from <laughs> you and me because it's about Julian. Um, or maybe it could be what Julian. That, what is that? So, mean? would you rather have Julian's face on your nipples? <laughs> oh. Or would you rather pee maple pancake foundation forever? Oh, that, dude. Julian's definitely going on my nipples. Yeah. yeah. That would be funny. That would be hilarious, yeah. And I would rock it proudly. I I'd probably go shirtless all the time, yeah, or man. just cut out my nipples here and just have you there. You know what? I'm gonna get my first tattoo. It's just gonna be Patrick's face on my nipple. Yep. Get you to it. So yeah, I think I gotta go with the nipples because like <laughs> I don't even like peeing when like well, your pee, when your pee is yellow. Yeah, but I mean, it's gonna <laughs> come out smelling like maple syrup, and you would survive, I guess. Yeah, make you know, more friends. Hey, going, yeah, if you you're know. out in the the wilderness and you're peeing protein, so it's like stri- it is straight protein we're talking, but it it's is. thick. Like I don't even like like you wake up like dehydrated and you pee like yellow. I don't. That freaks me out. Just imagine peeing that thickness. <laughs> Still going with it, man. I'm yeah, there. I got weird things in my head. Okay, let's <laughs> move on. If you were kidnapped, what TV cast would you want to come save you? Sons of Anarchy. Wow, that's great. Good answer too. I, I no, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Even the, the what are that. they? The Niners? 
any of the gangs from Sons of Anarchy, just come hang. Yeah, Help me. that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Doug, drop it. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I don't think you can top that. I mean, you got a biker TV gang cast? behind you. How about... Uh, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Yeah. You're never. <laughs> yeah. The professor, he's yeah. smart as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... So Bobby says the the Samoans from from Hobbs. I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. I gotta see that. But that's a movie, right? Yeah, yeah that's a movie. Like, yeah. TV cast. Well, let me think real quick. Dude, you just killed it with that. It. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> just stop doing that. Um, can I just say something real quick? Sons yeah, of say what you want. Awesome, right? So awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to get Case to watch it, and she will not watch it. Like, Why? I think she just uh, that's not her thing. I just think like it's a, it doesn't have a lot to do. I mean, it has a lot to do with bikers, but there's so much more to it than just what do you think they're riding around? It's just good day? drama. It's just good. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. Good story. Drama. Sorry, go Speaking of TV, like we, we have, we diverge on this a lot and talk about Netflix. What's your favorite series of all time? So like Sons of Anarchy, but that breaking, was breaking back. Did you watch that on Office. TV or the Office. Oh, the Office? So here's my thing. I always have like my favorites. Like there's always like movies and stuff that are good, even if they're like scary or trippy or something like that. But I cannot uh, stray away from like a good funny show or like like some of my favorite movies are like this is the end, Wedding Crashers. Like you walk out of it happy, like nothing. Like Dude. Sons of Anarchy. Like I'll walk out of some of those episodes being like, uh, he caught his daughter on fire. Uh, it's really uncomfortable. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you'll you'll shut that off and be like, I don't know if I want to watch the next yeah. episode. Or you might be ready to fight. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Wedding Crashers. That's a, that. I mean, that is an all-time classic. Like, yeah, how could I, whenever that's like replaying on TV and they're doing the shout now, I'm like, I'm gonna jump up and do this, man. Oh uh, yeah, dude, that's good. All right, dude. So this, I'm I'm gonna interrupt real quick because I had this well, other question. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save some others for later. Top three flavor, favorite movies of all time. Go. Um, man, I think I just said some. So I think one. This is the end. If you've seen it, that's like one of the fun, no. my funniest. I, I love that movie. It's Who's got, in that? So it's uh, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, basically. Uh, Jonah Hill, all of those yeah. guys, but what they do is play themselves. So what happens is they're all at uh, James Franco. He's one of the main guys. Yeah. So they're all at James Franco's house uh, for a party, and the end of the world happens. So you have all these celebrities holding up in James Franco's house. Uh, Michael Sarah dies immediately. All like Rihanna explodes. Like a lot of, I don't think she explodes, but there's like all these big <laughs> names, and then it turns into six homies trying to like survive the apocalypse and it is just the <laughs> i gotta issue. i gotta see that oh dude it's your cup of tea dude so that so that's a comedy yeah All comedy right. uh one of my other favorites is shutter island that's what i and what's hard it's about shutter while, island is like once you know what the end is like it kind of ruins it for watching it because it's such a big twist but easily one of my favorite movies i feel like i've seen it it sounds leo so, bro leo, leo yes yeah you gotta watch every oh, one of his movies I, um and what's the other I one what's really the other one where the ending is what Titanic, yeah. When Patrick holds me over the end of the boat. <laughs> maybe maybe that's our uh, screenshot. Yeah, 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 I'll get behind you. It's all right. Um, we are wearing the same outfit, by the way. I got to go. Braveheart is Braveheart's one of my, good. Braveheart, Shawshank Redemption are definitely in my top three. Or I don't know what else is up there. But I, those think, two I think I'm going to have to pick Arnold, uh, like an Arnold movie. Probably like Predator or T2. I mean, they're just classic. Like, like, like if those movies come on, I'll watch it wherever it's at. Got to finish it. You know what I T2 mean? T2 was incredible. It was. I think that was like one of the first movies where the sequel was better than the, yeah. the original. I think one of my favorite parts of that movie is where he walks into that bar naked and just beats this shit out oh, of everybody because yeah, yeah. he wants their stuff. Throws that dude onto the burner. Starts burning his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's classic. I'd go uh, Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys Remember good. the Titans. Mm. 
Uh, the third one's kind of like in the air, the Fast and Furious, yeah. the Notebook. You know. Yeah, dude, Fast and yeah, yeah. Fast. No, the Fast first one, yeah. the first one, the right? Notebook, yeah. Tokyo Drift. Uh, okay. mm, mm. <laughs> 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 no, not the Notebook. That's a good movie though. Yeah, Notebook's good. All right, so we're gonna a good love story. We're jumping around here, so we had some break up those questions. I got some a little bit more s- serious questions, a little bit more deep. Cool. You ready to go deep? Yeah, go yeah. Deep I'm ready. All right. So if you could go back and give your 16-year-old self advice, what would that be? I get this asked uh, pretty frequently. I would just go back and remind myself to be, like, confident in what I want to do. I think uh, I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up. I think that's one of the lifting things in sports, like, helped that out. But when your family has zero interest in the one thing that you love and, like, none of your – like, all of my friends – like, I have a lot of bodybuilding friends, but some of my best friends, like, my buddy Andrew, he will make fun of me for lifting. And he comes to the gym sometimes, he's like, I can't believe you still do this shit. He goes, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and he'll just dog me for the past 15 years that I still work out. You know what I mean? But it's like those are the kind of people that I'm around. You know what I mean? So, uh, so how does that uh, translate to, like, your kids? Because I know for me, my big thing is – and I already am teaching Jackson. Griffin's not quite old enough now. Dude, I don't – dude, dude, buddy. I'll say buddy. I don't care what you do or yeah. what you find in this world. Cause he'll say like, I want to do this. I want to yeah. do that. I said, you just need to be super passionate about it. Enjoy yeah. what you're doing. And I know that's so cliched. Well, it's but because I don't think people ex- like teach their kids that like, I don't think my parents taught me that, you like know, he, like I'm, that's why we're talking about it now. Like I wish I could have gone back to say, Hey Julian, yeah. like if you like this, you could do something cool one day yeah. as long as you like it and you're passionate about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just think it was, you know, parents will project what they want. My dad wanted a business degree. I actually, people don't know this, but I actually built almost my entire nutritional science degree. And I was like three classes away from getting it done. And my dad like somehow found out that that's what I was doing. And we had a full blown sit down talk and I switched to uh, a double major in business. So I got all like the whatever, but it was like my dad, it was one of those things where he was like, you're going to major in nutritional science. And I was like, I thought so. Well, I mean, that's the route. Like, people ask, like, what was I planning? Did I think I was going to be doing this when I left school? Yeah. And no, I was, you know, my brother was already working up the ladder of a corporate, like, a high-paying management consulting gig. And, you know, I always thought the best jobs coming out of school is some type of consulting, management consulting, or investment banking, or where you're just working 100 hours a week grinding, making the money so that you can have like no free time and just, you know, the rat race. Right. And I, so like, I just didn't know better. Like I went into consulting. Now I had an amazing job and a great career there, but like it was not my passion. So like, I mean, that, that is the big thing. Just go all in on their passion. And one thing that I would say just because, uh, I think a younger generation can take away from this. I think what's really important nowadays is keeping your word and keeping your word, even if it sucks. Does, Does that make sense? Like imagine, Hey man, hey, let's go fishing tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Right? We're gonna yeah. do that. And then tomorrow morning at 5 30, you're like, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. But if you tell somebody and you give somebody your word that you're gonna do something, even if it's a minor thing, get in the habit of making it your priority to get it done. Don't be the person who's like, Yeah, I signed up for that, but it's harder than I thought it would be. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do it. You know, I, I want uh, I think people you know, you guys work very hard, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people want a paycheck and then kind of like move away, but yeah being the kind of person who's like ready to go and like willing to help and be over the top. Like you think people think that you're going to be over the top forever. It's like, you need to get really good at sticking to your word and making sure that you, I think along like growing up, like I'd, I'd pick something that was difficult and be like way too hard. I'm not going to do it. Just move on. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, man, I wish I would have kept, like I played piano for like five years 
and I just hated it. I got good enough. I did recitals, went over there, uh, you know, performed for the old folks home, did the, you know, did everything, you know, and I hated it. And now I wish that I would have pursued it a little bit more so I could have it. I think kids are so quick to bail because it's not instant. I can get on my phone and make myself so, uh, happy immediately. I guess, th- I guess that goes back to like, why did you hate it? Did you actually, so now you're saying that you wish you still, you picked it up. So yeah. you did, you didn't hate it. Yeah. So think, as the kid, maybe it just wasn't you know, cool or I think like. I, it's like, it's like Cameron nowadays, you know, Cameron, uh, you know, I tell him, I'm like, you can get into whatever you want as long as you, you know, go 110%. Like when this, when this thing was happening with, uh, dude, I might have to pee real quick, man. Can I pee real quick? I'm sorry, bro. This was like building up, man. Can I piss real quick? Sorry, dude. I'll get back on this. That's actually going to be great. Bro. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say boobies? Boobies? <laughs> talk about boobies. Grab your old titties. <laughs> yeah. Dave was all about those boobies yesterday. I think we need to check Julius prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was Aaron, Aaron prostate. You know what? Uh, prostate pill. He might just have to poop. Maybe it is. You know, and he just didn't want to make it awkward on the camera. But now we're making it awkward on the camera. And maybe he just had to poop. Well, I don't think the camera's filming. But yeah. oh no, the camera's. Growing. Oh, it is. Oh damn, we, we rolling. We got the show. So he he was actually getting into my next question, which was the biggest advice for high school kids today. Because I just had a run in with some high school kids. You, you Should I it? share that shit story? Tell that story, bro. I think I should leave a little bit of things out, you know. Yeah, like threatening their life. Yeah, maybe that part. <laughs> bro, that was the quickest poop. That was the quickest poop ever. I know. Uh, we really oh, thought you had uh, to we, poop. we thought you had oh, to poop. You, oh no no. Because <laughs> it was just so like abrupt. Like oh, no, I just broke the seal. It was building up the second you asked that question. I I didn't stop, and then you said you. He couldn't talking, think straight. Man, I gotta get through like this. Like when you have to pee and you just can't even think straight. I was sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got the little bit of the sweats, holding it in, bro. It's a trend. Right, it's, not, yeah. it's probably what it was. Uh, so this is very much related, and I think you already answered this question. Biggest advice to give high school kids today. So you, you gave your advice to yourself. So this is very much related. So you, you talked about um, sticking to your word. Yeah. Anything else for the high school kids of today? I think one thing that I would recommend for like, because I think a lot of us saw that growing up. Like when I was in high school, I played a couple sports and video games and that was kind of it. You know what I mean? I think one thing that I would recommend kids do is like, when you find something that you're actually good at, you'd be surprised at how much fun it is. You know what I mean? Like I didn't think, you know, getting back into collecting Pokemon cards was going to be that fun. I didn't realize that once, you know, getting into bodybuilding and you see results, you don't even think about the pain anymore because of how much fun it is. You know what I mean? And I would, I would uh, encourage kids to try everything possible because if, if they, a lot of people were like me and listened to their parents, you'd bail on lifting immediately. You know, you won't play the electric guitar. You'll play acoustic. You won't play this. You'll do that. And I think a lot of kids just, you try everything because I, I mean, who knows? Like if I would have picked up piano, you know, back in the day and I got good at it, what if it was one of those things where it's like, dude, I had more fun doing that than bodybuilding. I'll never know because this is where I'm at right now. And I love what I do. But like, I think a lot of kids are just like, my dad wants me to play baseball. So I played it for 15 years and hated it. And it's like, dude, what about football? What about, what about we go across the state for, you know, competitive ice hockey? You know, even if it's not in your school, like try something, dude. And I think that's something that I'm going to push with uh, Cam and uh, especially Tommy. Cam's pretty set. You know, he's the, I don't think he ever wants to be a bodybuilder. He wants to be a professional football player. And I tell him, man, I go, I don't care what you want to do. You're going to work out. That's what we do in this household. I go, I don't care if you be a bodybuilder. I go, but health and and fitness is a part of this household, you yeah. know, and he appreciates that too. He'll get in there, get his uh, training done, but it's not everything. Yeah. You know, Cam will get over there, game with his friends. He's got, I mean, he's out in the yard doing stuff by himself. And I think 
a lot of kids are wait they're waiting for something to be placed in front of them because they they haven't you know what I mean yeah oh this is good enough I won't go out today and they're just continuing and you're just like you're missing all these opportunities because as we all progress and get better like Pokemon cards are gone these are going to be outdated one time and it's like all these things that could potentially be fun that you could be learning might not be available when you're older. Like, Well, we were talking about this last night at dinner where we were talking about the pluses and minuses of Instagram. Yeah. So let, let, let's talk about that for a second. So you were you were making the, not argument, it's not like we were arguing, we were talking about it. We got in but a like, fight. Yeah, we yeah, fought over Instagram. Um, you were talking about how social media you feel, I mean, obviously there's all, all the negatives that come with social media, right? Yeah. Like being addicted to your phone yeah. and not being able to interact with somebody and have a conversation, not being able to learn how to, play on your own yep. stuff like that but you had an interesting perspective where you were saying what, what, what were you saying so about? i actually think social media is benefiting our generation as long as you have the par parents need to parent yeah god damn like do i need to say that like just because you you know donated the sperm you better freaking be there <laughs> and this is my thing it's like just because the kids growing up you need to teach them to be able to uh the topic that we were talking about, it was, uh, what was it about again? I forget. Me. How, but, but, I was eating that ribeye. <laughs> but we were talking, oh, it was about how kids nowadays, because you have access to, when I was young, I, I had interactions with my, my, like my best friend when I was like a third grader, he lived way down the street and I barely saw him. Yeah. I didn't go home and keep texting him. Yeah. So when I would go home, a lot of my interactions were with my parents. Was my dad sitting there on the ground nonstop talking to me like a kid? No. But when Cam is at that age, like he can, he can get done with school as a sixth grader. He didn't have the nicest phone, but you go home and you can talk to all of your friends. Yeah, and I nonstop, and that's constantly learning to speak better. It's constantly learn, uh, constantly learning to be put in situations that suck, and you got to get out of them. I've seen Cam come in there, and uh, he'll have a throwdown with some friends that probably wouldn't have happened if it was prior to social media. And I'm like, you're dealing with shit that I never had to deal with. So I think kids are going to be mentally stronger. Like I didn't have to, you know why everyone's worried about like bullying? Because we didn't have to worry about it when we were younger. Because if someone came up and said that to us, we'd beat the shit out of them. And I think, or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? But like nowadays it's like Cam is experiencing that at such a young age. He could be bulletproof but that, by the time that's he's where, a teenager. You know what I mean? But I think that's key because like there is a lot of cyber bullying and all that bullshit. So I think it's the open conversations yeah. that you're having with your kids and actually being a parent. So check. So yeah. real quick on this social media in general. So this is like a prime example. The other day, Cam walks out, walks. Case and I are in the living room. This is before uh, Tommy was born, uh, and he goes, "The phone's for you." And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes. The phone's for you. And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, "Some this guy says he knows you. And it was Instagram. So somebody who knew me wrote Cam and said he was a friend of his dad's. And FaceTime called him. And I, like, blew this guy apart. I go, if you f ever do this again, this is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. You actually had a conversation and lied to my kid. And he came in and brought over. So it was one of those things where... Would I have ever dealt with that as a kid? Cam and like teenage kids nowadays that are dealing with this stuff, they're dealing with something that we've never had to deal with. Because back in the day, it's like you just avoid the people that you don't like. Oh, I don't like that guy. I'm going to go down the different hallway. You know what I mean? But now Cam goes home and the person that doesn't like Cam could be writing on his wall or whatever he has and he's got to see it. You know what I mean? And I think what's going to happen is a lot of parents are worried because there's a lot of suicide and depression and all this stuff centered around this. But the parents need to reinforce their kids and tell them, like, dude, this is this is the world. Do I get that bothered when people call you? You know, you know, you're you're on drugs, dude. It's I'm not for everybody. 
And people need to realize that there's a lot of people in the world that are always going to be against what you think. So you just got to expect some of that stuff. And I think kids are going to handle it a little bit better than we have. And I think that's key is having a parent, being a parent that the kids can talk to and feel free to share those problems. Because yeah. I think a lot, of, a lot of kids don't have those parents where they feel safe to come to them and tell them the problems that are going on. Yeah. And then that's where the depression and the suicide and all yeah. that stuff happens because they don't know how to deal with it. Like yeah. there's no one, the parental guidance there to, yeah. you know, help them deal with it. And I think the other point you were making was uh, the access to information. Yeah. You know, you were talking about Cam, like he can research different like routes and patterns and stuff like that Dude, for be, football. Like I forget that we have that Alexa thing and oh, I'll yeah. just be like, man, what's the temp going to be today? And Cam will be like, Alexa. And then she'll talk back to my three year old does that. It's so I'm funny. Like, oh my God. And it's just, <laughs> I just think what's, it's like when we got smartphones and our parents were like, whoa, those are, that's way too complicated for me. It's like, yeah. we're kind of at the same level. Our kids one day, we're going to have the knowledge that we've never even thought about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's a good thing. It's also bad, but we're, how long have we been with this social media thing? 10 freaking years, maybe this hasn't been around for 40 years where we can figure it out and like get better at it. Like, we are the pioneers of like the social media wave. And I think our kids will have it figured out. Yeah. And I we think, have the problems. I think the main key is being present as a parent is yeah. that, that that's number one. Yeah. Or presence for your kids. Just kidding. <laughs> for presence. Help too. presence yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, if there was no IG right now, speaking of Instagram, yeah. What the heck would you be doing? Um, Probably trying to do something like on my own. I was working in my family's company for a long time in the trucking business. Uh, I liked it. It was, I think it was one of those things where I got out of college and everybody that had master's degrees, I only had a, a, the double major and they weren't getting jobs. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to just not work. I go, I'm going to jump in my family's business. I, I know it. And I'll yep. start working there. I worked there for seven years and it was, uh, it was a good experience. I think some people, I think a lot of people want all their work experience to be nice and easy and fun. Like, dude, go work at McDonald's. Realize yeah. that that sucks. And then, or not sucks, or realize that it might not be your thing. Go work construction for 14 hours. Yeah. I used to lay cement. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Or they, yeah. Just, they think like out of college, they're just going to have one job. Yeah. Like they need the expectation of like, give something at two to five years of time yeah. so you can develop experience. And then like, then you can move like, well, you'll be 25 at yeah. that point. You, you still have plenty of life yeah. to go. It's like people that are like the, you got these young kids that are always asking like, what, what should I be doing at 21? Nothing, dude. You should be still trying to figure out what, dude, I didn't make money on Instagram until I was 27. You know, I might've done like, you know, side hustle. Like I, I did preps for like all my friends and all the locals in Hillsborough. I used to actually get to a point where I'd have people dropping off like checks and dollars and, you know, in my mailbox, it'd be fun to come out there and be like, oh, this is my payment, you know, in my early twenties and stuff. And it grows to what it is, but probably something fitness related. If, if there was no way I could have made something happen on there, I probably would have been like a trainer. That's my goal actually is like, I, I don't have the time to be a personal trainer right now, but recently since uh, after Tommy was born, I've been training Casey uh, in the mm -hmm. morning and it's just fun. It's fun to train people that love it. When I used to train in my early twenties, I'd have clients that would come up to me and they were bummed that they were there. They were irritated with what they were having to do. They were constantly hurt, which they weren't. I knew they weren't. They just didn't want to do it. They didn't want to push that hard. And by the time I was done training eight, nine, 10 clients, I was like, they all hate bodybuilding. I don't want to bodybuild right now. I'm going home. Yeah. And I think being around the right kind of people to keep that drive. But yeah, man, if I didn't have Instagram doing this, it'd still be fitness shit. Word. Yeah. All right. So um, let's go to this one. Biggest personal and professional mistake mm. you have made. Personal and 
probably be buying those Pokemon cards in a couple weeks. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, that um, could be huge. Yeah, I, and I, that could be a professional, yeah, right? Yeah. In 15 years when I talk about, yeah. I made two grand. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, but no, uh, personal. Give me an example of that, man. I can't even So like that. personal, like... Relationships, ma- well, family. Like, yeah. Like, man, Casey... Having a baby with her, that was a terrible idea. You don't want to say that. That's an example. That's an example of a bad example. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, let me yeah. think about that. I'll do the, so there was the business Pro- side and personal. Yeah, yeah. Professional, I would say, I haven't made, like, a lot of mistakes. Uh, I've made, mis- I shouldn't say that. I've made a shitload of mistakes, but they haven't been detrimental. I think, uh, I think a lot of my stuff through, and I think more people pull the trigger rather than thinking what they're shooting at. And I've just never, I've, I've made more mistakes in my early twenties, lost enough, you know, I've make dumb moves where you're like, dude, I didn't pay that in time or whatever, but I've never been in a situation where it's like, man, my business is in trouble. You know, we've had situations where we got to change manufacturers and shut down the site and move up here, you know, starting the daily pump. I mean, some of the, the things that we did was like, uh, an issue for us was like putting trademarks across like daily pump and stuff. And, you know, then before you know it, all you find out that like almost every other person in the fitness industry has created a, a membership site, not based off of your idea, but they call it the daily whatever. And you're yeah. like, that's pretty effing close. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man, I'm not sure, dude. I think one thing that I, I always think is a, a mistake in my personal life is not being present enough. I think I, I sit there and I go, I got to get my swipe up. So the sale, man, I got to get the swipe up. And it's just like, bro, it's not that big of a deal on the scale of things, you know, yep. being 10 minutes late, an error in your caption is not worth fighting with, you know, somebody, you know what I mean? Or being late to something or, or whatever. I think, uh, I've calmed down, you know, with like my, you know, when you're, you know, bodybuilding, a lot of these guys are pretty aggressive and you yep. get around to certain people and you just, you know, butt heads. And, uh, I think that was my mistakes being uh, maybe not open to other people's ideas. Being with arms race has been incredible because nothing's better than getting into a business and you don't know that much about what's going on. And then you have to put a lot of trust in the other person. And I think certain things like this will help me to grow more than anything. Yeah. I mean, I think being present, I, I think any entrepreneur struggles with it. I should have just made something up, dude. I lost $500,000 on this bet one time. Yeah. I should just lied. Or I bought a, Pack of Pokemon cards for five hundred thousand dollars, and <laughs> yeah. it was it was worth three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, got a break. Oh, not a break, break, but quick. We good? Yeah. All right, we're back. So, um, on this podcast, we sometimes get into controversial topics. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, and I'm not, and I don't want you to talk political. What if I just unplug this? And <laughs> That'd be so. Awkward. And I'm not, and I'm not asking you to tell us who you're voting for or anything like that. Okay. But you come from Portland, yeah, which is a huge shit storm right now it's about as bad as it gets so uh, i just want to know like what do you think about everything that's going on like what is your perspective being a i mean you don't live in portland but yeah. you're close enough and you know businesses that yeah. have been shut down completely because of and this have so, you seen any of it i guess like the unrest oh yeah. yeah yeah we went down there like uh downtown portland has like you know some the one of the bigger apple stores and a lot of that stuff and when you go down there dude it's tagged tagged completely up businesses are shut down graffitied everywhere it's everywhere uh i hate that i think there's nothing good that comes from that i can't even believe that they let that happen because i gotta go there like, like, why pe- do you think they're letting it happen? That's what I want. I know. think that everybody's worried about getting in trouble. These cops are worried about getting into more trouble. And you know what? There's amazing cops out there. And there's some that fucking ruin it for everybody. And you know what? That Derek Chauvin guy, they should have that guy up. That guy got to go home and get protected by the cops for the rest of the night. And you know what? That pissed me off. You killed that guy. 
with his knee and then got to go get a haircut and go live at his house and had the police who I would have called to help me in that situation protecting the guy who killed it. So in my mind, I look at that situation, I'm like, I'd do that too. Yeah. If I was calling the cops to arrest the dude and they're standing outside of his house to protect him, I'm not getting any justification for my father or friend or anything that just got killed. Yeah. That's my issue with that. Mm -hmm. When it comes to like the rioting and stuff, I think the looting and stuff is ridiculous. Because it doesn't help the problem at it, all. It, it all the, the problem is there's a shitload of people there for the right reason. And there's those outliers that want to throw a brick and piece the fuck out. It's like the people that are on the outside of like a, a concert and you see a beer bottle go flying in and it yeah. nails somebody. You're like, who did it? That guy's not going to get in trouble. No one knows. And it, it honestly breaks my heart. Portland's one of the cleanest places. We work really hard. I don't know if you guys saw that the other day. Dude, there's people that are like, because obviously the hardship people are like dumping trash up and down like the country roads and stuff. I went out there the other day and grabbed it all. You know, it's just, it, they're ruining everything. And it's, I'm not okay with that at all. Yeah. There's nothing that you could ever say. And I personally don't think they're even close to the same thing. You're not going to sit there. Uh, and you can't make an argument that that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the sad part is, is it really just, it needs to stop and it's not helping the cause. It just, it makes the, the, the world or the country more divisive as it is. Yeah. No one's going to argue that the, that cop was a good dude. Like yeah. how could, you can't argue with that video, yeah. but like the, the crazy thing is then you might be upset about that. Yeah. You're going to go through a brick through some, you know, somebody else's window and like, how does that help? That just makes things worse. And it makes the division, uh, the division even greater. Yeah. I actually, that's a really good point. It's like, it's like me being mad, uh, over a work issue. And then I get mad at Cameron later because yeah. of that issue. But he's like, what the fuck did that? I didn't do anything. It's like, why are you upset? Like, yeah. are you really that mad at me? No, I'm actually mad because of something else. So that's not fair to Cam. No. So I think that's a big issue. It's like, I know that there's a lot of people, you know, a, a big community of people that are like, we're marching for rights. You know, we, we need our rights. And I think that's awesome. Yep. And it's sad that it's been, ha they've had to march for so long. You're still marching yep. to make sure that that fucking blows. But I can see the sides and I, and I, it breaks my heart when people destroy our town. And it breaks my heart when people don't get to live the life that they want. Could yep. you imagine if someone was like with you and saying for some reason stopping you from doing what you wanted? Yep. That'd be on the news. Yep. No, I'll be on the news. And I just think a lot of people uh, need to realize like what's affecting, like like the story that you said the other day, like with the kids. Yeah. You know, that wasn't why are, why are they so mad at you? If they if they talked to you outside of your front yard or whatever that situation was, probably would have been the nicest guys ever. And it's like they they see red and they gotta attack it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we've been seeing in Oregon a lot. But you know, on top of like all of that, those fires that rolled through, that was just wasn't. Oh, you guys got the perfect yeah. storm. Like, well, dude, it was, it was. Oregon is covered in trees. Yeah. So the second we had and that big ass trees, massive trees. So that's one of the biggest issues too. Like you know, you have those those fires roll through. We have this you know super you know, liberal city and they, they're, they're, they're actually shutting down the log. My buddy, Dan Peel, uh, Peel yeah. logging and stuff. They, they're like, we talk all the time about this. Like you're supposed to fall trees right. to stop that from happening. You stop logging. You have all these flush forests that are perfectly like pushed up against each other. And the second it gets hot enough in Oregon, we have kindling everywhere. So that's why it took over. It wiped out two or three cities gone. Like that. I mean, and so part of that problem was, uh, people, pushing to stop cutting down the trees. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we we don't need to get further on yeah. that. Just Portland in general, yeah. Oregon, I should say, is just it's a bit. Well, I don't really know that any of that history in Oregon because I'm yeah. not I'm not there. Dude, it's just never ending. <laughs> I thought the worst was going to be those and the fires. The fires actually kind of cleared a lot of people out because the air was so. To- it was the most toxic air in the world uh, for three or four days. Like we, well, like you'd go outside, feel a tickle immediately, and I'm like, this is really weird. Are you finding people? I mean, I guess I don't even know if you would know this, but like a lot of people are leaving California. Right, like right now, there's an exodus from California. Yeah. Are you finding the same thing in Oregon or no? Well, it, I don't live in Portland, like yeah. you said. Like, yeah. so it's it's rare for me. Um, like, I'm not going to see my neighbors packing up because you know we don't get. I mean, there were some people protesting and stuff, but the yeah. people that were protesting in in Hillsboro didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, they were all sitting on the corners. They were marching, driving around them nice and easy. Yeah. they weren't slamming my truck, doing anything. Yeah. They're just they're doing what they should be doing, you right. know, and. Uh, just a little closer to Portland is where it's bad. Yeah. And what's I do the, think that they're bailing. How yep. far are you from, like, so what's the drive like? So if you fly into Portland, right in downtown, we're, I'd say, 35 minutes out. Okay. So you go Portland, Tigard, Beaverton, and then Hillsboro's down 26. So kind of like, for us, be like driving to D.C. Yeah. Much. All right, so we just took a, a dark turn. What's dark? <laughs> well, you mean uh, lighten the, the mood? Yeah, let's <laughs> lighten the mood, meat. All right, let's see if we got Give some, some weird news in here. Okay. So do Bird is running out, up on a, an hour ten here, so we got we got to rapid fire some of these. Do men out in public go up to you and admire your quads? No, that's a lie. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Well, are you talking expos or random people? Because uh, because yeah. expos are, are like cutting day. I mean, they'll walk up and say, "Drop your pants, man. Let's get yeah. that pick." And you're like, "Okay, let's do it." Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's get other than that now. Do you feel like you get hit on more than um, by more guys than? No girls hit on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Casey. <laughs> it's a good thing, man. Yeah, I, I pop in there sometimes. In the, I had a guy the other day. It was uh, he was like, "You're the most beautiful man I've ever seen." And I screenshot showcase. I'm like, "See, still got it, still got it." <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Why doesn't he wear socks? So the reason why I don't wear socks is because all like the types of movement I do, like they roll down. Everyone, I, first of all, I hate uh, high socks because I don't want to hide my calves. I want to show them off. You know what I mean? And then the low cut socks always roll under my heel. So I always find myself, pull, I wear them in here. So like these little like low cut guys, but with uh, the authentics, I won't wear because they sit right at where like the shoe sits. And then every time I walk to a new exercise, it pulls the heel down. Got to pop my foot out and do it. And it's just like, dude, uh, vans are like, what, 45 bucks sale, 35. It's like, just wear yeah. it like it's a sock. And then when it goes <laughs> like bad, a nice pair of socks, like, yeah. it's not a $180 pair of boots. Yeah. But. So people are always bring up vans. So somebody else has vans, uh, still hasn't sponsored Julian yet. Like, They'll never sponsor me. Like, Ever. Do you even have a conversation with anybody from vans? Or you no, just we've like had a few pro- people reach out from corporate, uh, and they're, but they're fans. So like they'll be yeah, like, hey, I'm a I'm a big fan of yours. I, I I own three stores in Texas, you know. Hey, I'm a big fan of yours. I work in the social whatever for Vans, but the problem with Vans is they're massive. They're really massive, and they're a skateboarding brand. Do they even have like ambassadors or? Yeah, they're yeah. Called, I think they're called professional athletes. Professional like, skateboarders. Yeah, yeah. Profe- that's the thing. It's like, do we want Julian who shows his legs, or do we want the fourteen-year-old guy who does Doing the ten eighty? Like, yeah. fuck, man. See, ten eighty. We knew that was happening. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it's the demographic. It would be sweet. People see you know an over million following repping Vans and every single thing. But I kind of call it more of just like my brand, like. Do I have to have a deal with everything that I wear? Nope. Let me wear the shoes. Yeah. I don't want to take everyone's freaking money. Just like the shoes. <laughs> Which is thicker? Julian's neck, Doug's biceps, or Pat's meaty thighs? I think that's what it is. I think it's I think all it's, separate things. Yeah. 
They're all equally. We're all they would make it. We're all getting first place on different categories. They would uh, make a nice baby. Yeah, those things are nine months pregnant right there. <laughs> they make a nice I think baby. Your thighs need some work. Um, how do you feel when a girl tells a guy that he has a nice ass? How do you feel? Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Well, I tell Case all the time. I'm like, I think guys. Guys don't get enough love. You know what I mean? We talked about this with that. What was the business we were talking about uh, starting back in the day? It was the men's products. It was oh uh, yeah yeah like gents that. or whatever gents yeah, yeah yeah. And we the whole t- like topic of that was like mental health men's. You know men are supposed the vibe of guys nowadays is supposed to be tough. Don't show emotion. You're a hard ass if you cry. You're a pussy. Yeah. And I just feel like guys get so neglected on a lot of the mental health, a lot of you know all this stuff, and you're just supposed to be tough and. You know, to be completely honest, like, those are the dudes who are shooting up schools. You know what I mean? That's a big thing that people need to, like, look into. I just. So, yes, he highly encourages women out there to compliment your man's ass. Yeah, or more. Absolutely. Yeah, two or three times a day. He give it a nice little smack. Oh, did he give you flowers? What did he do for you? Yeah, just tell him his ass looks nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. All right, last one. If you could time travel forward or backwards, where would you go and why? I know exactly where I would go. Forward or backward? Backward. Okay. I would go to, uh, I'm like really into not recent history, but I really like like uh, Greek, is it called Greek mythology and stuff? And I would go back to where they did uh, the Battle of Thermopylae or whatever, 300. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, That's an actual location that has like a highway next to it now. And I would go back to that battle and see that kind of shit. Something like that, where it's like, see the call, see... And watch as a spectator, or you be in the battle? Oh, I don't want to die. Yeah, yeah. Watch everyone sit up with a van shirt, and they go, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Watch everyone get slaughtered. (laughs) What has he got in his hand? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get it. Watch everyone get slaughtered? Yeah. Wait, what about you, mate? Yeah, that might be a little too intense. Just something where you could see what people were like back in the day with like a fly on the wall. You know what I mean? See, I don't know if I'd go in. It's very tempting to go into the future. I don't want to go. But like that would really ruin a lot of shit. You just go forward three days, but you're not there. And you're like, oh, that's not great. Three days to figure this out. (laughs) Well, like even 10 years, right? Because what happens if something fucking terrible happens? Yeah. And then you have to go back. And then you have to live with knowing that that terrible thing is going to happen. Yeah. Dude, that would. So you would go backwards. I think. Yeah. I would go backwards, and I've been saying this. I feel like the world's just like a, a shithole right now, and like, <laughs> blah, you don't really like it. So then I was like, you know what? I feel like I was supposed to be in the, I don't know, the 50s or like the 40s. <laughs> yeah. And like, but they then, had their own problems, right? Right. Then, then you think about it, it's like, well, they probably had their own problems. They don't yeah. even have high well, phones. The 40s, like, oh, there's World War II going on. You're like, on. this is really nice. Oh, I'm just going to check my. Wait. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. There was like a super funny meme going around during the quarantine, and it was like a time traveler, and it was like, what year is it? 2020. And his face is like, he's like, totally, dude. Yeah, I'd be exactly. Back. Is that it, boys? Would we'll you rather eat with chopsticks or drink from a shot glass the rest of your life? Oh. Well, as long as it's not rice, I'll chopstick it up. Yeah, chopsticks are good. I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, I like chopsticks. Shot glass. Shit. I mean, you got a, a pain of, in the ass. You got a chug. Yeah. yeah no, Imagine drinking like, a gallon of water yeah. with a shot, one shot glass. Maybe sounds like a challenge. It does sound we like a challenge. We should find out how many shot, uh, shots are in a gallon. It's probably, well, the shots, what, like one, one an ounce. ounce? Yeah, something like that. So let's call it one ounce. That's 128 shots. Let's do it. Sounds like a challenge. Sounds like a Monday. Have you done the uh, 10,000 calorie challenge? Oh, yeah. No, I actually haven't. I've seen, a, I mean, that was huge on YouTube when it was yeah. like firing off a couple years ago. And uh, we were talking about it, but just like, I'm not a big eater anymore, dude. Neither I are we. I used to throw down to a point where I was like, dude, I'll take the, like, Couple, you know, probably $200 worth of sushi just filled to the brim. And I just think maybe 
getting older and like getting a little bit better on everything. It's just like, I don't even require it. I don't even think about it. We, uh, it's been circulating when here. Steph and I were like in our early twenties or mid twenties, like we'd go eat sushi and it was disgusting how much yeah. sushi we would just eat. Throw it down. And now like we go and it's literally, we order like a third and I'm like, man, I'm full. Yeah. So it's but, nice though, huh? It's, oh, it is nice. It is because it, you can stay leaner and you get, yeah. you still eat what you want. But like, if you have those cravings, like you do in the old days where it's like, all right, two Chipotle burritos, it's like. It's a lot, man. That's that's the end of your week. So you we've been I mean? we've been talking about this recently because we have somebody who comes and visits uh, and works out here, and they've been pushing to do this. So we we're, we're thinking about doing it. Uh, we're, we we've planned a leg day in the morning and an upper body day in the afternoon. Okay, get some sick pumps. Well, there's yeah. also a thing going around like the ten thousand calorie challenge plus a ten thousand calorie burn. You can't do that the same day. No, I, I I yeah, it's yeah. Steve Cook did it. Did I, he actually hit do it though? Yeah, I think. And he how did. did he track? Did like the, the Apple so, Watch or like? I think it yeah, it was like, something like that. He it was a, a ten thousand calories, and then for and then he I think it was straight up trained or whatever it was. It was day. like a yeah, it was something weird like that. But I'm pretty sure he did it. I mean, I don't uh, to be Bro, honest. I just because even like, sound we, like we we probably did a thousand with our leg workout that took us two hours. Right. Like, so how like, do you even fit that in? Like, so that means we'd have to do that twelve times. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'd get that right. That workout. 10 times? Yeah. I, Bro, it's not happening. Yeah, but like think about what you could do. I think what he did, so if you're thinking like training is going to do it, imagine doing high intensity, real high intensity sled pushes. Like that would really start kicking those calories up. You'd probably get a gnarly training session. I think that's what he did. It was like like circuit training to get the re regular calories, but it was like jump rope and everything you would like it's like conditioning wrestling. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll you, just eat the 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> just you just it. finish it and you start the workout. You're like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't think you could do those in the same day though, right? Because you'd feel so... No, I think that's the goal. But that's the goal. Yeah. yeah oh, you're supposed to, you have to burn 10,000 and eat 10,000. back, yeah. In the same day? Like you're yeah. eating donuts as you're doing jump ropes? Someone's yeah. like pretty much. Throwing them in there? Yeah, it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah, but you, I don't even think you'd be able to handle that if you, if you don't have the appetite. Like no. I, That's why I didn't even think about doing it because I'm like, I'm not... As cool as I used to be when in regards to like eating food, I'm like a sandwich and that's it. Yeah, so. I'm with you. Should we? Uh, what's our screenshot? Whatever you want to be, Doug. I think we should make Julian drop his pants <laughs> no, on the table. <laughs> on the table. <laughs> on the table. What's our screenshot, Bird? Come on, we got to get it. How about like a? Want to do like a cheers in that's the middle? Dope. We that's all an we, easy one. That's a go to. Yeah. That's a good. Oh, one. is that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Way to go, real original, oh, Julian. You're like everyone. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get meets uh word. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate the time. Yeah. That's it. Till next time, guys. Keep crushing it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ask the Boss, featuring Doug Miller and Patrick Meaty Fies Mabe. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast and checked out our other social media platforms, please do. Also, be on the lookout for the next episode. And last but not least, keep crushing it. <laughs>